Hi there, my name is Adero and welcome to this episode of Tops of Tops on Fear FM. In this episode you can hear the tracks that influenced me in producing my hardstyle music. My influences come from listening and dancing to more than 20 years of harder dance music. Scientists say that the music that influenced you for the rest of your life is the music that you listen to between your 12th year and your 20th year. When I was that age, hardstyle didn't even exist yet. So most of my influences come from other styles. You will hear the music that I grew up with, the real old school house and early rave classics, and some early hardstyle classics and a lot more. Because of the BPM differences, it's not a mix, but it's a selection of what I think that are the tracks that had the most influence on me and my musical taste in harder dance music. I also get influenced by a lot of other music than hard dance music, but that's a whole different story. I only had one hour for this show, so it was really hard to select all these great tunes. But I made a final selection. I shorted them a little bit so I can let you hear a lot of tunes. I will also explain a bit why these tracks mean so much to me. I hope you enjoyed this show. Till you drop. <laughs> That's my motto on the dance floor. You just heard Plexus Cactus Rhythm. A nice track to open the show with. In the beginning of the 90s, I was a real metal and hip hop freak, listening to music like Nirvana, Metallica, and to rap music like Ice Cube. When I was 13 years old, I went to a small local youth club in the village where I live. And I heard two songs that night that made a total switch in my musical taste. I was already a bit familiar with house music. I liked some tracks, but it didn't really get me. But that night, I really felt it for the first time. There was a smoke machine, a stroboscope light, and a hard sound system. And then I heard the following two tracks. The first was this one, Moby, Feeling So Real. That was Feeling Surreal by Moby. I think Moby is a real genius in music production. If you take a look at the list of records he made, he made so many different styles and tracks, that's really unbelievable. Most people know him from the success he had in the late 90s with his chill out tracks. But in the beginning of that era, he created some real rave classics, like Feeling Surreal and of course Go, his top 40 classics with the Twin Peaks team in it. Feeling so real, I like that track so much because of the real rave feeling in it, the aggressive breakbeats combined with the ravey synths and the beautiful melancholic but still euphoric melody. Combined with the pitched up singing, that is really a massive combination. I still get goosebumps when I hear it now.
The other track I heard that night in the U Club is a Belgian rave classic. It's Bonsai Channel 1 by Thunderball. Hey, I know, Mantronic is really great, but my style is much better. that made me really fall in love with hard dance music. When I heard the rap vocal with the beatboxing and then the rave synths and the constantly repeating Bonsai vocal, I was going mad on the dance floor. This was my ultimate music to get wild on. At that time, I didn't know the name of this track. I searched for weeks for it. You didn't have internet or programs like Shazam at that time, so I asked around and through some friends that were into house music, I got the name of the track. And through that song, I had a period of years listening and partying non-stop to harder dance music. can hear a real old-school classic. When I love some kind of music, I always go looking for the history of this music. When I was about 18 years old, I went to a lot of parties where they played old-school house music. For example, the famous old-style outburst parties, the 1991-1992 parties from Class Elite. At those parties, legendary DJs like The Prophet, Pavo, Frankie Jones and Buzz played a lot of these old tracks that I discovered there for the first time. This is my favorite track of all these parties. It's produced by house and techno legend Jochen Paap, also known as Speedy J. It's a combination of a Roland 303 acid bass line, a 909 drum machine with an analog overdrive, and its arrangement, rhythm patterns and filters keep it constantly interesting. Public Energy with the classic 303 Energy. Around 1996, the hardcore scene in the Netherlands was a real hype. It was bigger than ever. At that time, it was normal that in the start of the evening, on a party or in a club, you would hear some old school records. Tracks on a much lower BPM. So it was logical that also some new tracks in this tempo were produced. So as a DJ, you can combine these old tracks with the new tracks. The following track is one of the best examples from this period. A techno producer from the United States called Oliver Chesler, aka The Horrorist, really didn't give anything about boundaries in electronic music. And he came up with a hard techno track. 
it became a massive hit in the hardcore scene. In my opinion, it's one of the most creative tracks ever. This track really combines hardcore with punk music. It's a real song, but it's far from cheesy. Here is the number one Doomcore track of 1997. The Horrorist. Flesh is the fever. Super social More hardcore tracks and a slower BPM appeared. I really like that style. They gave a name for it, they called it New School. And it was played a lot in clubs like Club X in Belgium. By DJs like Eve, Dark Raver and DJ Rob. I went a lot to that club. It is one of the best clubs I've ever been to. It's too sad that it's closed. Famous producers in that new school genre were guys like The Viper, Etika Styles, DJ Isaac and the famous labels were labels like Baby Boom Records. The track that really started new school for me was a track by a guy that is, in my opinion, the best DJ in the hardcore scene. It's DJ Vince. He made a track with the best entertainer in the hardcore scene, The Dark Raven. This was a real revelation to me. It was funky, but it's still very hard beats. With a trance style melody, and this was way before the trance hype, and some weird vocals in it. It's called Intelligent Hardcore, and it's also my favorite hardcore track of all time. Here it is.
One of my favorite producers is Marco Cardipane from Germany. This guy is behind so many classic tracks who all sound different. He's really a unique producer. People who only know him from his commercial tracks like I Like It Loud should look up the tracks this guy made. He's one of the guys behind the legendary live act PCP and the Dance Ecstasy label. The best track of 1995 was no doubt Slaves to the Rave by Inferno Brothers. This was such an original production. Technically seen, it's so far ahead of its time. It's a very big influence for me. Marco Cardipane and Tom Demon, aka the Inferno Brothers, with Slaves to the Rave. period, one of the best producers was without a doubt Buzzfuzz. He made really quality productions, who had a lot of credibility in it. I always had a feeling with his tracks that they were not produced to score hits, but just for the love of music. That's the way it's supposed to be. He was also known as the king of the remixes. When he made a remix, most of the time it was better or at least way different than the original. His most famous solo track is this one, Frequencies. It samples the riff of an old techno track combined with the famous frequency sample and the typical different buzzfuzz kicks. I read somewhere that he made this track in a couple of hours. Unbelievable. This is Frequencies from Buzzfuzz.
the legendary American producer Lenny D from New York City. He is one of the founders of harder dance music, a real pioneer. He is the guy behind the legendary label Industrial Strength and has made some very cool tracks. This is my favorite track by him, it's called The Dreamer. It combines a hypnotic beautiful melody with some real up-tempo heartbeats. One of my favorite mainstream hardcore tracks. Here it is, Lenny D, The Dreamer. producer and one performer that was different from all others. His name was Peter Paul Pigmans, aka Three Steps Ahead. He was a really friendly person. I met him a couple of times as a kid and he was always very nice and open to his fans. When I was about 16 years old, we had a large event in Utrecht called the Mega Fastatie. In 1996, this almost was a hardcore party. And it was the first time I saw Three Steps Ahead performing. A day I will never forget. He even smoked a couple of joints with some friends of mine that day. I still have his autograph hanging in my room. Strange clothing, and he was freaking with weird bleeps and effects during his live sets and dancing in his own particular way. A very cool, unique performer. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2003, but we will never forget this man and his positive music. Most people will know him for his classic track Drop It, but my personal favorite is Gangster. Respect to Mr. Three Steps Ahead. He did it in the name of love.
started murdering people, there'd be none of you left. In the next track, you will see where my aggressive side of music comes from. The number one hardcore producer of all time, Jeroen Streuning, aka Neophyte. With my favorite Neophyte track, None of You Left. The samples of OMD made of Orleans, combined with the real Amiga sound of the early Neophyte, really brings out the aggression in me. I love it. Believe me, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left. I was a big fan of DJ JDA. He lived in a village near where I live. And me and my friends went to his gigs as often as possible. He had the best choice of records at that time and was a really great DJ. A lot of B-sides and rare tracks at that time that are now turned into classics were already played by him at that time. The following track was a standard track in all his sets. For us, it was together with his hit record Fully the Bass, the highlight in his sets. Shalaihoved by Australian producer Darian Kelly and Scottish producer Scott Brown. It was released on Terror Tracks. And after the break, you always get a riot on the dance floor. Here it is, Shalaihoved. Mysteryland Indoor in the Yarbers in Utrecht, where I saw DJ Promo playing his file tracks for the first time. This was a mind-blowing experience for me. For the first time in a while, you could really hear some fresh industrial influences in hardcore music. These file tracks still influence me in my productions. My favorite of all his files is a remix. It's his remix by G-Shock Demons. The original track was released on Trashcan Records and Promo did the perfect job with remixing it. This track has the ultimate heart feeling and the arrangement is awesome. Here it is, Demons and the Promo Remix.
The Godfather of Hardcore versus the Italian Masters. DJ Paul and the Stun Guys, Trill Seeker. After his happy hardcore period, DJ Paul got criticized a lot. I always became mad about that because he meant so much as a pioneer for all harder dance music. And he never made a fool out of the scene with his happy hardcore music, like some others did. But this was the ultimate comeback, the number one hardcore record of 1998 and a track that set the standard for a lot of tracks in that period. The vocals by MC Ruffian combined with the Italian and Dutch sound of that time. You wanna live, you wanna die, Trill Seeker. been a big fan from the sounds of Patrick van Kerkhoven, aka DJ Roughneck, and all the producers in his alliances through the years. Around 2000, he started this new label Enzyme Records, where producers like Endymion and Nosferatu released their great tracks. My favorite record from the Enzyme group is produced by Ophidian. It's called Butterfly VIP. A really beautiful classical style piano piece, followed by a wall of hard but still emotional sound, with no building up at all. Bam, you get it in your face. I love this one, an instant classic track, Ophidian, Butterfly VIP. to slow down the BPM. In the start of the new millennium, hardstyle evolved out of influences from a lot of different other styles. The first tracks that really gave me the feeling that something new was coming up were the tracks from Tresset Tracks in Germany, a label ran by Kai Tresset. This was the same with the BXR records coming from Italy. This label was from the Italian producer and DJ Mauro Picotto. And with his project Megamind, he produced this great track called Taup. Taup. 
2002, Kiel Leumanns, a friend of mine who worked at the Midtown record store in Eindhoven, produced the track Losing My Feeling. The Beholder and Ballistic made an excellent remix of this on their label Seismic Records. I danced a lot on this track, on parties like Pussy Lounge, where you could always hear this type of tracks. I still play this track nowadays in my set, but then in a bootleg version from Gecko. Here is Giel, Losing My Feeling, in the Beholder and Ballistic Remix. Losing my feeling. I especially loved the beginning of that track with that real funky feeling. In the early hardstyle days, Techno Boy was one of the main producers in the scene with a real quality sound. He and his team made so many classics in those days, it's really unbelievable. He is now still at the top of the scene after so many years. A great achievement. Recently, I did a remix for Arctic Fuck the Fake Shit and I sent it to Techno Boy and Tune Boy. They reacted really positive on it. I was really happy when Techno Boy asked me to remix one of his tracks. I had a quick thought about what my favorite record of Techno Boy was. And it is definitely this track from 2003 Tales from a Vinyl, Chapter 1. The dark voice combined with the typical Italian hardstyle quality sounds and a massive build up to the climax really make this a milestone in hardstyle for me. Techno Boy, Tales from a Vinyl. Of a 12 inch. Yes, 12 inch.
next track is the Decibel Outdoor Anthem from 2004. Bigger, better and louder. It's produced by The Beholder, Ballistic and Max Enforcer. At that time, this track was for me one of the best produced tracks out there. I listened to that track so much to analyze it from the front to the back. He was also in the show with a neophyte track and of course the remix for Gil Losing My Feeling. So you can clearly see why he's one of my favorite producers. Jeroen Streuning, aka The Beholder. Here comes bigger, better and louder. music with more muscles. My favorite track from Fusion Records is definitely the following track by Zani and Duro, Our Power. At the time of the release, you could play this track in different styles of sets. Some jump DJs played it, some hardcore DJs, and of course all the hardstyle DJs. A very cool track with a lot of old school influences by two great producers and DJs, Zani and Duro. 50% of Showtech. Here is our power. jump hype a couple of years ago there was some really quality jump music produced coming out of Belgium and northern France for example the following track by Beanham chapter one I danced a lot to this track on parties I think that Beanham chapter one is the best jump style track ever
Another one coming up from Belgium. In 2005, this track was released by the legendary group Cherry Moon Tracks. Cherry Moon is a famous club in Belgium, and the resident DJs over there also had a big hit with their classic The House of House. What attracts me so much in this track is the fact that it is a very simple riff, but such a genius riff that you can't get out of your head. There are some more examples of these types of tracks, but I think this one is one of the best. Also because of the way the track is built up. It's a dream of me to create a track in the future with a simple riff that is as strong as this one. Here is Cherry Moon Tracks with their classic Acid Dream. For the next hours, you have this riff in your head. <laughs> On to the next one. For a lot of people, this next track is the best early hardstyle track ever. It's Hardstyle Masters with the Age of Reverse Bass and the Techno Boy Root Remix. It's the new style. Titanic crew, Hardstyle Masters, Age of Reversed Bass. few years, hardstyle became much more melodic, with kicks that follow the bass notes of the melody. What I think that the best track in this style is, is a remix by Mr. Headhunters, from the builder Her Voice. The melody is a very nice variation on the classic O2 quartet Hold That Sucker Down, a track 
by producer Rollo from the famous group Fateless. Hold that sucker down, that was always one of my favorite house melodies. And Headhunters gave it the best treat a hardstyle producer could do with it. Musically seen, this track I think is so good. And the tempo build up in the break really smashes every dance floor. This is the builder, her voice, with the fantastic remix by Headhunters. short to mention all my favorite tracks that influenced me. I would like to let you hear so much more tracks, but there simply isn't any more time for it. We are now going out with a track from 2002. When I was DJing at the time, under the name of Driftwood with two friends of mine, we also used the track a lot of times as the final track of our set. It's the Derp remix of Space Frog, Follow Me. As I look back on the total track list, I can be satisfied. These really are the best tracks in harder dance music for me personally. I hope that you discovered some tracks in it that you like. I think it's important that new young people that listen to hardstyle or other harder dance music know a bit about the history of this music that we love. That's why I like the idea of this show so much. I would like to thank DJ Ruff J and Fairavam for asking me for this episode of Tops of Tops. And I hope you guys liked it. Thank you for listening. This was Adaro. Bye.